Hey. Hey. Tomor, that's you. Hey, that's the name of the show. Fuck Tomor, that's you. So I guess this one is the Mandalorian episode. Yeah. 100%. Oh boy, Mandalorian. It just ended. So Charlie, what do yes. you think of it? I thought that I now for a while I didn't want to say anything about the Mandalorian season two because everyone's saying oh it's the best season ever oh there's no way anyone's gonna I was like I'll wait till the end because the ending can easily fuck up like you have no idea what's gonna happen now I can safely say that season two of the Mandalorian is without a doubt ten times better than the first season and arguably in my opinion is way better than the sequel trilogy. <laughs> Honestly, the first though, two seasons alone are way better than the, the especially better than. Rise I mean, because it you, you well, first of all, it's Dave Filoni, the man's a complete yes. legend. Where it's that he basically created what we're doing now, so it's like it's it is his like side project, and I do think that if you're gonna do something with like a Star Wars movie. You need to include him because I really don't think they didn't include any of his writing talents within like the sequel trilogy. No, I don't think so. They completely sidecast him, which kind of sucked because like if you're getting someone to write Star Wars, get someone who knows how to write Star Wars. Yeah, I think they just wanted to ride on the tropes of the series and the main like actors themselves rather than focusing on the universe. And I think that's where things went awry. Yeah, because like. I guess if you know people who have to write characters, that's fine. But if you don't know how these characters act within the universe, then like you're kind of fucked. Yes, exactly. Meanwhile, season two, <laughs> yeah, fin finale, unbelievable, so good. And you know, I'll admit, like for the first like couple minutes, I was like, okay, it's all right, it's good. But then it just gets better and better yeah. and better, and it's so solid. It's like the ending, at first. I was, of course, I was like full on blown away by who showed up. Yeah, I, I did not expect that to happen. I'll yeah. say that. Um, I, I guess we could talk about spoilers now. Yeah. All right. So basically, from episode, the last, second last episode, when Jin Jaren literally says, like, Moff Gideon, you have what I want, he's something I want. You don't know it yet or how much it means to you. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Which is really cool because that's what he said. That's what um, Moff Gideon said at the end of the. Yes. It's end the, of it. Oh, I'll do what you do right back at you and uh your move yeah basically. so basically um Jin and boba go to bo-katan go bo-katan they go back to the shitty water planets and they basically yeah get the get their help and it's kind of fun because like they bring up the clone wars and how boba fett's not a real mandalorian he's a clone which yes. i enjoy because that's the right way to go about it but technically Jango Fett was a Mandalorian. He was a foundling, same as um, Jin. I kind of, I kind of wanted him to win that altercation between that other Mandalorian. Shit. Yeah, just because it's just like he's been, he's like one of those legendary characters, and he gets like to get a draw with his other. Yeah, with other, which is also kind of sad because the original actor for Boba Fett died recently. Yeah, or the guy who made him uh, died recently. Was it the guy who made? Him? I thought it was the actor. It was the guy who made him. Okay, the original guy who like, uh, yeah, created him. Uh, it kind of blows too, because like you didn't, he he probably didn't see the final one. Yeah, which kind of sad in my mind, but like that's how it is. Especially with that, I think yeah. scene. Holy shit! But but <laughs> later on, they go back to um, they find they go to Moff Gideon's ship, they board it, and then they get to the whole thing, and then Jin is facing off with Moff Gideon, and then obviously Jin wins, and then he gets the dark saber. Yeah. But when they get when he like 
Jin brings back uh, Moff Gideon in handcuffs, and he gives the thing back to Bo-Katan. And I'm like, no, he's, nah. he, they said she can't, she can't take it. Can't and they, work. It doesn't work like that. They explain it perfectly where the sword doesn't have power, but the story does. It doesn't yeah. matter who technically holds it. It's how you got it it's in the first symbol. place. It's the symbol. It's the point. It's like, this is, you know, obviously it's like, oh, no one's going to believe you if you, you know, don't have the story behind it. So, yeah. And I, I personally, I kind of want Bo-Katan to die just because... Yeah. I don't... I, I think she kind of outlived her character from the Clone Wars. I agree. But, like, it'd be kind of cool to see Jin bring back Mandalore to its full power. Because, like, he's the one with the full Beskar armor, too. And, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, that kind of person in power, that's what you want to have when you create a new yeah. state, basically. And what's crazy about it is, like, when she first showed up in the Clone Wars, I don't think a lot of people remember this, she was, like, a lackey. She wasn't, like, this crazy, no, like, she, like high Yeah, queen. no, she was, like, a grunt, and, like, her sister was the queen. Yeah. She and, got handed the handed the thing at the end of Rebels, I think. And that was kind of the thing where it's just like, oh, yeah, like, Obi-Wan at some point asked her, like, oh, yeah, wait, you're her sister? It's like, yeah. And then it's just like, oh, okay, that was interesting. That's, like, a cool little trivia fact. But no, they, they, and that's cool that they like did something more with that, and I'm fine with that. But it's just like, yeah, I feel she eventually, she kind of did outlive her character, I feel. Outstayed her welcome, I yeah. would say. I mean, in a good way, she, in a good way. Yeah, no, she's definitely improved, and I, I'm excited to see where they go with her. But yeah, I definitely think that, at first, well, here's the thing. At first when like, he brought back the saber, and he was going to give it to her, I was like, okay, I understand the fact that she can't, like she can't take it even though he, he concedes he like yeah I, I was he like, does say i yield and like that's not how it but, works you need to be defeated hand-to-hand combat yeah i was like like but can't they just do a little quick spar and then just like if he loses and <laughs> just give her to her yeah but then i'm like no it has to be legit it has like, to be yeah. legit you, you can't you can't physically give it up just because you want to give up you have to fight to yeah. fight you have to legitimately go because this is the way and, yeah exactly we're just kind of backwards in a way right because if they kind of like think about tradition wise like oh like the the foundlings are is like a cult, right? Yeah. The the dark watch, it's a cult. The de- yeah, the death watch is a death cult, watch is yeah. a cult basically. It kind of is uh, kind of a weird way to phrase like, oh, isn't the same thing when you're just like explaining the dark saber ways? Like, oh, that's pretty much is a power hungry cult right there. That's going to lead to your yeah. destruction in exactly. the first place. Yeah, and um, it's it's super, like, there's a lot of stringent rules, but they're meant for something. That's what they're creed. That's what they follow. And I know it's it's kind of weird, but like. She does call him. Uh, you remember inside that the uh, when we get child, first child of the watch was that it? Yeah, I think that was what it was called. Yeah. I don't remember the episode. I just remember the fucking uh, octopus planet. Yeah, it was episode three, I think, of yeah. season two. Yeah. Um, no, it was episode yeah three or four. Yeah, it was three. Is your three or four? Four was uh, the one with um, Cardoon, um, and they were. Oh yeah, then they had to go and, so and then they find out five was Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, so they kind of make... There's make, a lot of shit that happened this season. Yeah. <laughs> episode, from episode one, like, till now, it's been... A from chapter nine, nine to 16, it's been a wild ride. I yeah. do think that we're probably not going to see much of a lot of other characters. You know, no. I can't remember what's calling me. Sure. So, uh, as Hello? we're continuing... Yes. It's like the common one with the... So, everyone... Season. As we're going on here, I'd like to uh, give a shout out to Davis's yeah. sandwich he has here on the side. It's a lovely ham, lettuce, and cheese. No, or did you give me a uh, on a uh, flatbread? Looking pretty good. Maybe it's yeah. not flatbread. I don't know my breads. I'm not a bread man per se, but I'm more of a potato bread guy myself. Anyway, um, 
you guys doing? I mean, obviously you can't really tell, but I'm doing all right myself. It's, yeah, I'll go this morning. it's a pretty calm day. Snowy. Yeah. yeah. It's whatever, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. Ugh. Oh, Davis, hello. How are I'm you? I'm back. All right, so what we're talking about? Mandalorian. Yes. So yes. I understand. Like the characters, I think are going to get kicked off at by for the next season at least is going to be um the ranger or yeah the drop trooper just because she's getting she's practically getting her own show the rangers of the new Cardoon, republic yeah. yeah she's basically getting her own show and like i really do think they're going to split it off into like the uh Jin and the other mandalorian's relationship because mm-hmm. i think that's more interesting than like him and the other people's currently yes i agree and I think what Disney's trying to do now is just set up all these different factions and yeah. turn them into shows. Like, you got the New Republic stuff, you got the uh, Boba Fett stuff coming out later, and then you got the Ahsoka stuff. So it's all flavors, and I guess what they're trying to do is do, like, a shotgun effect where they're trying to see what sticks. Yeah, they're literally slapping what spaghetti against the wall. Yeah, and seeing, like, what works and what factions, I guess, are liked more um but it's cool i mean i, I really i really think I'm they're gonna screw to up more. though they're gonna screw up one of them though i think yeah. it's, it's gonna be the rangers in the republic they're gonna screw up just yeah. because they're gonna make a comedy yeah i think what's gonna happen is like yeah there's gonna be a few that probably won't work out like i know from like the whole lineup they showed there's a couple that i'm like do we really need a lando show i mean yeah i don't uh, think we need a lando we didn't need lando and we didn't need that one about the guy from rogue squadron or not um, rogue squadron, not um what was it called rogue one yeah yeah i don't know if we needed those two but mm-hmm. it's whatever i mean i'm excited to see the apo- uh what's it called the one about the decisions or oh, no the uh, uh, uh what was it called the pock no not a fate no um acolyte yeah acolyte acolyte, acolyte or something yeah so I'm excited for that. That looks cool. I, I want to see Visions because it's like anime. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's a different, since it's going to be anime, it's going to be very different direction and styles. Mm. So like, it's going to be more distinct flares and depending on how like Star Wars looks. I'm really curious what they're going to do because they can do like Old Republic, New Republic, blah, 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 video games, whatever. Yeah. Because like, Star Wars is huge, but like, they like it just because it's cool, you know? Yeah. It's like the thing. It's the, it's the big thing these days. Um... <laughs> that's always been but uh so back to the show back to the episode i should say um so one of the cool things i like is that they really made the dark troopers like yeah like a really intimidating threat for one thing robot fucking terminator oh like one-on-one versus mando nearly kills him just one of them barely scraping by um and then i, I heard some people complain about the fact that like oh it's super convenient that there's an airlock right in the room, I'm like, yeah, but you do realize that one, they're droids; two, they fly. So I don't, you know, I know. Yeah, I'm like, you, 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 we see, and we've also seen it before. They've come out of orbit. They have jetpacks. They have jetpacks. So I don't, you know, it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. But also, um, I get, I forget, like, what was the other complaint? It's like, oh, they can't break through the door. I'm like, I don't know, fuck, I don't care. Um, but I mean. Yeah, so it perfectly sets, like, the threat level for them, which is really cool. So when they all start coming back, it's like, oh, we're actually yeah. really fucked. <laughs> then Luke Skywalker comes in and fucking slices all of them. Makes okay. it look so fucking easy. <laughs> I must have been a complete moron, because when I saw the X-Wing come in, I was like, oh, it's going to be, like, Dave Filoni and his fucking other pal or whatever. And I'm like, oh, but there's only one. Huh, that's weird. Yeah. And then 
of course i'm like wait a minute and then i see grogu i'm like he's like looking around i'm like oh no fucking way is it actually because yeah. and then i'm like it still might not be but then when they finally reveal it reveal yeah. the color i'm like oh I mean, fuck <laughs> when i got to the part i'm like is it, is it really him because it could be like um the ginger kid from yeah calfestus calfestus or, or something like that but like no it's like actually luke skywalker i'm like oh shit he's got the glove he's wearing the dark yeah. and everything. it's kind of cool he fucking destroys everyone i'm like that's how you do it that's that's definitely the son of anakin skywalker i also think that they did a really good job of like mashing the cg or deep fake yeah i want to talk about that so you know for what it was i think it worked fine i heard some people say that uh it looks pretty fake to me i'm like yeah yeah Yeah." i'm like yeah you can tell it's fake but i honestly think it works fine because you don't see him too much he doesn't say a lot he only Mm -hmm. says like a couple things but just the idea is that he's supposed to be this epic character who's like, I'm here for the kid. You know what I'm here for. He doesn't need to say anything. Yeah, he doesn't need to say very much. They don't show him that often. This moment's about, to, is supposed to be about Grogu and Din and their last few moments before they break up. Um, and it's a very touching moment. And Luke's like, you know, he's just there. He doesn't need to be the focus. This is Mando's show. This is not his moment. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I'm kind of sad that he like he saw Jin obviously tearing up at the end when yeah. he takes off the salvage. It's kind of sad in a way where it's like, and yeah, I probably would be sad like I, at that happening I'd too. Be crying my eyes out. I mean, I tear. I was tearing up a bit. I was like, this is super sad, and I was like, oh man. Um, but it just shows goes to show you like how much development they've had, and it's like this is so such a solid progression of a character and. You know, I can't... Now, here's the thing. Uh, we, we Should we go into theories and stuff about where this will lead? Because for one thing, is this going to basically, like, de... Like, is this going to just basically nullify all the sequel trilogy stuff? Well, they, you say that, and the theory about that is that the sequel trilogy kind of sort of never happened in the first place. Yeah. Tra- I think the right choice in this decision is to rebuild from the ground up. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Because there's no... Because, po- like, with the sequel- sequels, right... They kind of, like, came out of nowhere, and, like, they didn't have a clear plan, where it's, like, we're giving the time now to create movies for this while we suffice with TV shows, so get your asses on it, Disney, so. Yeah, I think that's, I think that should be, I think I agree with you, that that is, that should be their plan, but, I mean, Dave has always been known for, like, filling the gaps for Clone Wars and, like, fixing it, so they might be trying to do that, but I feel like you... Really, it's like you're putting... Basically, what you're doing is you're adding frosting to a shitty cake. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, we know it's shit. I mean, Star Wars has kind of been shit the entire time anyway, yeah. since the prequels. But, like, the prequels were, like, had fun, you know? Yeah. And, it's, and, like, Clone Wars was fun. It was serious, but it was fun, and you have your own enjoyment out of it. And I like the first two of the sequel trilogy. Like, I like the first two movies fine. And it's just Skywalker... The Rise of Skywalker just was like, nope! I feel like the sequels would have done better if they'd taken it seriously, you know? If everyone, was, of course. if everyone was not trying to make a fucking joke, I would definitely agree that I would have more attachment to the characters. I think the first movie, like, the lightheartedness is fine for the most part, except the final act could have done with a few less jokes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that later on in, like, Last Jedi, it was just kind of like... Yeah, when All they get right. the sand plan, they fly now? I'm like, fuck off, Jesus Christ. It was a bit marvel-y, and I was not... It's Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I understand where it's coming from, because like, in my mind, like the, the kind of the standard of like today's modern film, which I literally wrote my final paper on, 
stems from the sort of ABC slash Disney vibe where everyone sort of grew up with it. Yeah. So they're imitating it. And that's the wrong thing to do. You're just copy pasting pretty exactly. much everything and adding small differences here. And take the Blues Brothers, for example, right? It does well with the pacing as well as the musical numbers. Yeah, yeah. And you could. But with, with current films, if you do something like that, it probably would be more in tune with just like kind of more laughter and like laugh, like comedic moments between the it two. It would be brothers. watered down. And that, I think yeah. that's what it is, is that things get watered down over time and they try Bureaucracy. to. They, they try to They try to like just hone in on the one thing that works. And they try to like morph it however they can. Mm-hmm. And I feel like why Blues Brothers worked so well was because it was just raw. It was just characters were just crude assholes. Yeah. And, you know, the main characters themselves were just funny, uh, sarcastic. I, 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 really... Yeah, that's that too. It's like one of those things inside film today is that you can't have an asshole as a real main character. They always have to tell him like some sort of deep, like Mega Man kind of thing where like, he's lonely. He's not, yeah, that's why he's the yeah. asshole. It's like no, these characters are just kind of funny just because they're assholes and like they they know it, but like they try to do good in the world. They're missing that good Irish charm where it's just that they're stoic and they and they you know they know what they want and they're not just complicated about it. They're just like yeah, no, we did that. Yeah, it's whatever, you know. And it's just officer, like, the, the light was clearly yellow. Yeah, <laughs> we're on a mission from God. God. And uh, but yeah, but you you can't have a you can't have a nice premise like what they're doing is good like what they're doing they're gonna raise money for the orphanage. orphanage but the way they go about the it way they go about it is real sketchy they, and they said it in the beginning of the movie they were like oh we can get the money no problem but she's like no I don't I want, want you I don't want, want your stolen money yeah. Jake and they're like well how do you want to and it's just like okay we'll do it the band way but even then they do it their they own see, like, they, they steal a show from like the whatever the, the from the country from the country folks the from the country. <laughs> not even then they, they can't even get any money from <laughs> they didn't get money from that kick either just because they drank too much beer yeah yeah and it's just stuff like that where it's just like oh man come on the quest continues yeah and but you know and then sprinkled throughout there it's just these fantastic Tastic music songs well, it, also one of those things where it's like the music at the time, it's just, it's like, just because they're just classics. They, I, it's really hard to get like a classic song. Fucking Ray Charles singing. Oh my god, what's the name of it? Uh, Twist it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my favorite Stand moment. Stand shout, but dun dun. Oh, Twist it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, baby. And he's just so good. And that that whole dance choreography was so fun. Um, but yeah, and the final act was so good. Had the, one of the best car chases. In film history, so uh, in my personal opinion, I enjoy it, but I do think it, at some shots it goes a bit, a bit long. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think they—that's what they're trying to do with the over gratuity. But like, that's besides the fact. I would actually argue. I think I like the mall. The mall chase. one was fine. The yeah, mall one was the fine. Mall one that was chase, chaos. I, I actually like that a lot, and I wish films would do that more. Obviously, it would be kind of more dangerous. But it's like you kind of miss that raw chaos. Whereas like now, films, that probably would be CG and like yeah, it would. Definitely be like one of those like Shazam moments where like in the mall they just CG people in and and even they if they do it, away. I saw this like remember I remember watching one corridor crew video and they were like go it was like stuntmen react and it was basically they were showing a Jackie Chan clip of like Super Cop when they were going down this like massive hill with oh yeah when he jumps yeah. off and yeah. then they compare it to the one or it's the, it's the car chase and they go through all these buildings and like people are jumping out of the way. And then they compare it to Bad Boys, and the 
like from a visual perspective, it's more engaging. The bad boys one, but you miss the raw chaos. Chaos. Yeah, you miss of, the entire point of it, where it's like this is definitely like one of those things where it it's could like, happen. It could happen. Whereas bad boys is kind of kind of fictional, you know. And the same exact thing could be said with Blues Brothers. Like you see people almost getting fucking killed. Oh in that no! Scene. Yeah, you people get obviously like get hit in that shot. You see yeah. people get hit. There was one part where I saw a lady in that first bit where she just got knocked down by a fucking. <laughs> aisle thing i'm like jeez yeah she got knocked over by a kiosk which She's is fucking concerning dead <laughs> you killed her you fucking killed her dude <laughs> you <laughs> you killed her. Uh, i love that part um but yeah it's so insane to think that they could pull this off before and it's like i wish unions they definitely some yeah. people definitely unionize which is a good thing but yeah. then again but it's safety like, first you just want to have fun with it and you just want to be crude and go crazy but obviously where your life comes into effect and you're just like, well, we could kind of get the same effect with doing a CG, but it's like, nah, man, I don't know. It's, it doesn't feel right, but... Yeah, I think controlled stunts is probably the nichest thing in Hollywood right now just because of CG. Yeah. But if when you see the stunts happen, like, you know that's a real person in, in, over yeah, there. Yeah, it's physically possible. That's why I like the Marvel stuff because, like, a lot of, like, the henchman stuff is definitely, like, from hand-to-hand, like, actual stunt yeah. people doing the work. Which and is good. Another thing, like another thing about the Mandalorian, going back to it, the fight between Moff Gideon and Jin and Din was really good. It was weighted. It felt real because they were real people doing yeah. it. John Carlo Esposito was doing. I think he was doing all of that himself. I don't know if there was a uh, like a stuntman performing it for him. It I, looked like it was him. Throughout, yeah. Throughout the entire time, but it was like really well done, and I liked how. Yeah, it was choreographed, and at first I was like, he's holding it up, he's holding the spear upside down. I know. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? But I'm like, realize like if you don't have time to you know get into a stance or anything, yeah. you gotta. Kinda... Choreography is hard in itself, just because you need to know the beats as well as knowing how to like work in with the 3D space. Yeah, because like if you work, if you just like have this very large 3D space and like you don't do anything with it, it seems kind of boring. But, like, you've got people running around, and, like, it feels a bit spaced out, but then you have a lot more room to work with. Yes, exactly. Go to wide shot when they break apart. Go to close shot when they get up close to each other. One of my favorite shots in that was when Gideon was, like, you know, going across. Yeah. That's a classic thing. And so when you have a lightsaber, you got to use the fact that it can cut through anything. anything basically. Literally anything. And I like the part, I don't. I think it happened, where it was, like, Jin was holding the spear, and it started to heat up, and he's like, ah, you know? Yeah. It's like it gets I mean, hot. I that's how it gets hot, yeah. yeah. Oh, did you, oh, so, I don't think you sent me the video of, like, the guys creating the steampunk lightsaber. Oh, did I, did I, I was one Yeah, of it was, like, the right? Workscraft yeah. or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, it was super They got neat. a Guinness World Record recently. Yeah, for I saw the first, that. For the first lights, uh, lightsaber. Actual lightsaber, and I'm like, that's really that's neat. That's neat, yeah. I was like, I'll say this, a lot that's of props gross. definitely is, like, very big work. Within, like, film in general, it's just that if you think that... If anything you see in film, there's a role for that. Yeah. You, th- you, you like this couch upholstery over here? There's a role just for the props for just that, the couch. Yes, exactly. I mean, like, same thing with animation. And especially stop motion. Like, Jesus. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's like... Every, there's a specific role for anything. There's a props designer. Set, the, the set designer. Yeah. yeah. You have your cinematographers, your best boys, your electricians, basically. Yep, exactly. And it's you have a lot of things. It's super fun. I mean, it's just like I did that. You know, it's like you just point it out. And you're like, oh, I made the light for that. Oh, there's the couch I decided to choose. Yeah. And it's like if it works, it works. You know. But yeah, choreographing is hard because yeah. it's like you gotta really know what you're doing to make it like to excel. You need you need to have fight experience, just like in street fight slash like actual like martial art 
yes. knowledge to choreograph a good looking fight. You need to know how people move and how the weight transitions and that, who the people who are fighting are and like what kind of factors are influencing this fight. And it's like, it's super neat. And like half the time it's, it's very improvised in a way where the two, the two stunt, that's one, the stunt coordinator and like the extra or the stunt and the other stunt men in the fight will start choreographing and like record themselves and like, okay, we like this, this and this over here. So let's try to do it that way. Yeah. And, you know, try to like see where it goes. And cause I remember there was like a couple of like Chinese films that did that. Like actually like uh, Donnie Wu, I think it was, or Danny, I forget the name. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Thank you. Ip Man. Ip Man. And uh, yeah, there were parts that were improvised and they worked out really well. It's sort of like when, you, you know, you can go off the rails a bit if it works, you know, they just kind of like figure stuff out and it's nice to see that. So not everything has to be planned out, but, um, you know, obviously if you want to be crazy about it, you can, but sometimes it's easier just to let them go at it. You know, that's what I've seen. I think with the, this choice is like, as like the director be like, okay, you have this set design over here and like you basically just tape it out on, on based on the mat and then you usually just tape out okay, you have this much room to work with and there's gonna be stuff over here and here and here you need to find a way to work around that and that's why i think is the prime example of like why you need stunt coordinators and fight choreographers yeah and i think it's i think the best kind of choreographers are able to tell a story through the fight too it's just like you know if for instance an old boy when he's like fighting all those dudes in the in the alley in the uh, fucking hallway you know, it's a back and forth kind of thing. If he goes to the right, he's winning. If he goes back, he's he losing. losing. And it's a nice thing where he like he gets stabbed and he like falls to the ground and he gets back up and he does his thing. And you know, people have talked on and on, and I'm I'm not gonna go too far, but it's like you know stuff like that that can tell that can show you like oh the progression of what's going on is like super well done, and I give the highest props to whoever's able to do that. You know? Yeah. Uh, but in the games department, I've been playing Hades. Yeah, Which should have won a lot more awards at the Game Awards, Jeff Keighley. Davis, won, Davis you, don't like Last of, you don't like Last of Us 2, Davis? Don't, you don't like yeah, it's Last I'm transphobic. I hate Last of Us 2. That's right. You hate women? Is that what I it is? I hate women. I hate you're everyone. An, you're an incel? Is that why? Yeah, exactly. God. Now, I do think that Last of Us 2 should not have won the um, best story or best di- or direction. Think, yeah, I don't think they should have won direction. But The direction they should have not was not have won. Ghost of Tsushima and... Had a way at a photo mode and everything that, that's kind of like yeah. started the real like photo mode. Ghost should have won direction by far, or Hades because like that's completely something different. We never we don't really see that too often because it's super giant games and like whatever they come out with has been a hit constantly. Yes, it's one of those things where it's like the indie game outperforms the triple A, and that kind of realigns the fact is like you do you really need to have triple A games now when a small indie developer with in house voice actors can just do something better with a game? Yeah. It's and also another thing. It just shows that gameplay could also be over story. And it's exactly. Just, no, not to say I don't know. I don't know really know much about the story in Hades, but you know it doesn't seem too complicated comparatively to fucking Last of Us, where it's just like oh, there's two sides to the story. It's like yeah, that's that's how you lose people. Yeah. Because if you don't okay, if it was like Abby's story set up first, I would be like oh okay, where it's not just like. It's not just like Ellie and Joel. Maybe we'll meet them along the way and then we'll work together. But I think it'd be kind of a better twist ending to be like, okay, we're playing as Abby first, then we kill Joel. But we're kind of like questioning why though, even at that point. <laughs> I don't know, man. Last of Us is so weird right now. I, uh, it's such a fucking confusing thing. I don't know. It's, it's dumb. 
I, I think the Game Awards are stupid. It's like the Oscars. Like the guy says, fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Oscars. But this new game looks pretty pretty fun. The um the Book of Love or whatever it's called. Yeah. That looks fun. I like it. It's cute. It's a two player co- couch co op. It's like, okay. He does a lot of those, but like when they do it, it's a lot of fun. A way yeah. out was a lot of fun. I enjoyed playing that. Even with online people, it was fun. Yeah. And at the end was a real struggle too, because like it was just like, damn. You they really made you feel yeah. with the characters. That was a good one. That was a fun. That was just a kind of just crazy. It's just like an eighties sort of thing. Or just yeah. like, yeah. um, what else? What else? God, I actually don't remember what else. Who else won besides Last of Us Two? That's how bad it Last was. Last of Us Two. Last of Us Two. Sephiroth. Last of Us. Yeah, two. Sephiroth and Smash. I guess that's one of the things where it's like, I understand why, and it's a cool, cool pick, but it wasn't my pick. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm like, still waiting on um, Rex from Xenoblade 2. I'm still waiting on fucking Monster Hunter, but obviously... I don't think they're going to get Monster Hunter because it's Capcom. They already have two Street Fighters. And, like, but they have like their own fucking game on Nintendo Switch only. Which is true. But I think I think they're still pissed that, like, oh, they, went, they did World and, like, what was on the Switch. Which is, like, okay. But, like, you had, like, pretty much the entire Monster Hunter series, the majority of the popular games on it, on the... On the 3ds and on the wii yeah, hardware I, I don't understand why nintendo's being such a butt about it also hashtag free melee by the way but um, um i really don't care about that i'll say this it's like i don't like nintendo in the business practice and they're like oh it's just send the season assist like they want to but it's also one of those things where it's like it is like a 20 year old game that should have died out a long time ago and if you're making money off of this you really should just kind of grow up out of it. Honestly, it's like, I don't, I think it's like, do whatever you want to do, personally, for me. And it's like, if you want to enjoy something, I'm not going to harsh you on it. But it's like, I just don't understand, like, why they just leave it be? Like, that's the idea. It's like, that's what everyone thinks. It's like, as long as you just leave it be, it's fine. Well, that's don't... the thing, though, because, like, I, I agree with, like, Nintendo's part. Like, you need to keep an eye on this shit, because literally, like, ten people were, like, pedophiles or something like that. Yeah. Which is like, I understand Nintendo's decision. It was like, yeah, we need to keep a close eye on it. And like, if you see anything suspicious, then it's that. Yeah. Right. But like, if it's an online thing, like just because it was just only because the online, because they added a mod to it, like that should encourage online play and discourage like in-person tournaments. So it just doesn't well, make any no. sense. It's one of those things in my, in my eyes where it's like, as a game developer, where it's like, these people are developing something a lot of people worked hard on and if they screw it up or something like that, they don't want that idea to be tarnished, to be like, oh, just because, like, it was a bad on experience, it's a bad game, you know? Because that's a lot of, like, mentality. Gamers are toxic. Like but, Davis, this is, like, a 20-year-old game that not a lot of people play, and the only people who play it are diehard fans of the series. Or pedophiles. Uh, I mean, they can't pedophile if they're online tournament. But besides that, they're not all... <laughs> I don't know. But, um... Yeah, no, it's just, like, they're all fans of the series, though. It's not that they're tarnished. I don't think that they're tarnishing it. I just think that they're trying to improve the experience that they like a lot. And I think that's what it is. But, eh. I mean, obviously, I don't play Melee. But it I just think seems, anyone but does. It, <laughs> but I just think that it's, like, if you want to enjoy something, then why just, like, not just leave them alone? I, that's what I think. Well, that's it's one like, of the things, no too. Because you, you, no you saw it in Sakurai's little thing where it's, like, I just want to create a fun party co-op couch game. And you should leave that, like, the frame FPS stuff to the tournaments. Yeah. And that's why I think that it should come first. Like, they wanted to make a in-person friendly kind of thing, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, obviously you wouldn't have had this problem if you just had good netcode in the first place. But here well, we are. Well, that's the thing, though, because like. In my mind, Nintendo doesn't do a lot of online stuff in the first place, and that's why I think the netcode's shitty, because like, they yeah. don't have the proper tools or the necessity. Or well, yeah, because they're a family-based console. Exactly. They don't, they don't need online to survive. Like, like Everyone thinks online's like, the best thing. It's like, not really. You still, if, like, you, if some person has shitty internet, like you're still on a losing fight. So like, no matter how best your netcode is, you're going to be shitty internet. Like, who cares how it plays? Yeah. I mean, like, it, like, I, like... This is like a white, like a white privilege kind of thing, where it's like <laughs> gamers like to complain about a lot of things, and they don't like to give compliments about a lot of things. Yeah, I like to compliment Smash a lot just because it's a fun game I could play with friends. Yes, I don't care if I could play online with them or like within this kind of stuff. We could just say maintain distance. It's one of those things where it's like I don't need this to survive. Yeah, and what I mean by it's like I just feel it's unnecessary. I feel like it's just they could have overlooked this and it wouldn't have been that much of a problem, but because that it was like they added something new that could have improved the experience, it just kind of annoys me that that they just get rid I'll, of it. Also, of that I, one thing. I also I also think like, that it's one of the organizers fault too for making such a big statement about it, been like, yeah, it's all yeah. Nintendo's fault. When we actually added like maybe not in the entirely maybe you should have checked with them first before you make the announcements and saying hey we're using this to play online is this okay instead of having nintendo send the season yeah assist don't first. don't bite the always, hand that fed always you know? ask and that's the thing they, nintendo was sponsoring this no matter in the first place always ask someone it never hurts to ask to be like hey this is what we're going to be doing is this okay and if they say no then you have time to change it and like it's not that big of a deal right i don't know it's just like and, like, Nintendo GameCube controllers are long enough to provide a nice distance. It's one of those things where it's, like, if they, if the, if they literally rented out an Airbnb and only had two people inside of it at a time and cycled them through, it would have been fine. I really think that the tournament organizers being really shitty about it and not providing the necessary materials. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, when you say that stuff like that and you taunt them, of course they're gonna fucking lash out. You know, it's just... People, I think... Because that's, that's the main complaint about a lot of people is like, oh, I don't want to travel to like a, on like a concert hall and like be infected with COVID. Yeah. It's just like, no, you you take it if you take a test and like you're you get tested, no, that you don't have COVID. Then you just fly you fly out to your place and then there's literally ways to prevent this. It's not like oh, online is the way to go. It's like no, you still play in, play in real life. You just need to prevent the spread, which is really easy to do. You wear a mask. You could wear gloves. You could use plastic dividers. You could literally do so much things to prevent, like, and put still play. To be fair, though, this has been in the making, like before even Corona really came out. Like, this has always been planned. But they've exactly, always they always this. they always done this stuff, like in real life tournaments. You just limit the amount of viewers you do, and you just play online. You don't need that much to run a main state tournament anymore. No, it's all done on a fucking laptop too, which is my main complaint. Is like, yeah, everyone has a fucking. These players have such a fucking, like, technology, they don't even use it correctly. Yeah. Right? Uh, you're not wrong. I mean, it's just, a lot of people nowadays, like, the people in that scene are either, like, in their 20s or 30s, and they already know how to do all this stuff. Exactly. It's just, like, you know that you could have played in person, but you choose to stay where you are, because you're a gamer. You're a white privileged gamer. <laughs> gamer. Uh, I don't know, it's just... I guess it's just easier for them to do it I like that. I just think that. it's dumb. I don't know. I think this whole situation is stupid, but it's just... It just feels... It just feels like corporate just punched fans in the face, and it's just like, why? He, he's just like, 
I just asked myself, like, why would they do this? And then I'm like, I guess it's just because it's their game and they want to do what they want to do. But I just think that it's like, I think the best situation is just leave it alone. I think just leave them, do what they want. And, you know, you could just act, you could just tell them, like, oh, okay, we're going to get a profit from this. But I, in my eyes, in general, she just pulled out. That's what they should have done in reality. They should just pulled out. That's yeah. one thing I would say as a specific decision. Like, yeah. If you keep doing this, we're actually not going to support you or sponsor you. But and then they they would they forced the hand of the tournament organizers because that's where the money comes from. Like, how are they going to pay for everything if the money goes away? Yeah, and it's the idea gets more money easily when you do it online, and that's kind of I guess what they were aiming for. But it just I don't know. I guess they and Nintendo saw it as like a thing where they're just like, oh, they're just getting money from this like <laughs> way too much, or yeah, they're getting way too much money from a property that we own and that we weren't sponsored that we didn't sponsor this mod. They're like, fuck and, that. Well, I, I do, I, it's like one of those things, too. It's like a lot of YouTubers now, they have to pay for licenses to stream music and to stream games for commercial use because they make a lot more money from the game streaming it than the initial, initial like, actual physical release of the game. Yeah. Because, like, a streamer could make, like, $1,000 a day, and I've seen a people donate a lot more than a thousand dollars for like certain vtubers especially the can like canadian hey Dave, you want to be a VTuber? followers i am a vtuber oh you are yeah i am a vtuber um so i do that i was playing smash and locking sephiroth and i had a couple people inside chat it was a lot of fun sephiroth. Um, yeah but like it's one of those things where it's like yeah if you're spending like a thousand dollars on a girl who literally just is talking and like playing with the game then they can spend that money on the game so i do understand like yeah Maybe you are taking a part of the revenue, but then again, I do think that sponsor they should be sponsored and it'd be like, hey, this game was provided by blank, and if you if you like me playing it, you will probably enjoy playing it too. So go buy the game. Yes. Or at least give like some sort of like license, like straight license, be like, okay, like all right, if you want to play our game, you just give us two thousand dollars, or from whatever your revenue sales is. But basically, did they for the project for the for the for the mod? They tell Nintendo about it. Did they like? Give no, them? Nintendo found out by themselves. Okay, then that kind of does make sense. If you come out with it all of a sudden, that's fine. exactly. It's just like you get the, the main part about that is just like yeah, they didn't tell Nintendo anything about that, and that's a shitty thing to do. Yes, you should have probably told them about that. Exactly, you should have told them, being like, yeah, we are using this this product, this blank, and like we need your approval or whatever. Yeah. It's it's because it's it's a shitty organ, organizational skill wise, just because like you know. Yeah. Like you should have like, saw this coming in the first could, place. You know Nintendo. And you th- I mean, I think it's like they don't. I think players don't even really fucking care about the money. I mean, that's a nice deal, but it's like I think they just want to play the fucking game. Like they just like they don't really care as much about the money as it is like we just want to play the game we like. You know? I mean, I don't speak for them, but I also think esports I, is a dying fad. I yeah, no, I don't know about that. I've never really been into it much, but it doesn't seem. It's, like, it's, it's a fad for television. I do think it's going to end in the next, like, five years. Yeah. Mobile games were... <laughs> mobile games were at. Mobile PUBG. No. I do think that there's going to be, like, the staples, like, League and stuff. But, like, after a while, like, Valorant's going to die off. Because I think it pretty much did. Fortnite's going to die off. Like, all the stuff's going to die off. Just guaranteed. Just because, like, they're going to grow up. But, Davis, the Kratos skin for Fortnite was just released. How could you say that? I thought it was Magic Chief. Did they... They actually added Kratos. Kratos? Fucking Christ. I hate this company now. They added Kratos, Master Chief, The Mandalorian, uh, OJ Simpson, um, uh... R. Kelly, and... <laughs> and Chris Brown. And Chris Brown. The <laughs> Holy Chris Trinity. Brown, the Holy Trinity. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Uh, Women beware. Yeah. Um, 
Mothers be aware. Jesus. Yeah. So that's my Geralt of Rivia from <laughs> from Witcher Three. Dude. Well, speaking of speaking of CD CD Project Red though, the Cyberpunk, uh, they PS PlayStation literally took it down off the storage just because it's unplayable on like last gen consoles. Yeah. Um. For people who expected Cyberpunk to be totally runnable on. Last gen uh, hardware consoles. Fuck I you. give you no fucking pity. You are an idiot. A game of that scale, you fucking realize that like it would no way work on the fucking. Ugh, it's so stupid. That's the thing. What CD Projekt Red should on first is like where's the last gen tech first, and then up, then like have like a super upgraded standard. They should have just outright said no. This only can run on next gen and. PC. PC, that's it. I, I do think PC is the master race just because I like the meme and that PCs have upgradable hardware that I could just yeah. switch out and stuff. It's, it's nowhere near. I mean, I have a 2080 inside my computer and like I don't use it for much besides for like rendering and other like then like I don't use it a lot for games. Even the games I play like aren't that graphic intense. Stardew Valley, hmm, running at like 4K at uh, 120 FPS, like the eye doesn't see past like what like a uh, 90 FPS. Are you fucking kidding me? No one's gonna see 120. Yeah, no, it's it's very unnecessary. But like, also, like, people are reclaiming about bugs. And yes, it should. I think it's because they if they had it's like, it's a Final camp- Fantasy problem where it's like it's so buggy that if you do any more to it, then it'll start breaking down completely. And you have to start over from scratch. Yeah, it's it's literally the Final Fantasy where it's like, yeah, we're just gonna have to export it and get it over with because like there's no way do and the then patches. go back to it later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy, as in like not the remake one, as in like the um. And it's such a shame because the climate nowadays is like got the mentality. It's like oh, we'll fix it in post. Exactly, that's what the No Man's Sky was, and like that's what we're going. They're probably going to be doing. And that's where they gained success from it. But it's just like, man. What happened to the day when I just got a complete game I could play from start to finish, like Hades? But the thing I think what's different with CD Projekt Red is that they were just going. Like, they were aiming too high. And I think that they... That they, and the hype. That's what yeah, No Man's Sky it was the fucked hype. up with. It was the hype. Yeah, it was definitely the hype. And I think that um, what they were... It, it still... I heard it was still great, obviously. I mean, it's still got a lot of good parts to it. But I think if they had, like, a half a year more or something like that... I don't think if they had enough... And I think they had enough time. I think they just shot for the stars and they kind of fucked up. I think if you started with only two routes or something like that and, like... Because like in the in the beginning of the story, right, you choose one you out of the three. I think corporate, corporate, corpo nomad, or like street kid or whatever. Yes, I sure. I think if you said corpo or street kid, it would have been fine. Two routes, that's fine. Yeah, and they could have focused on other stuff. Exactly, like sustainability of the, of the game. But you know, having nomad, nomad would be fun if it was a like DLC. You know, yeah, like, nomad would be like okay, you're it's like a DLC outside of the map. That'd be like okay, yeah. And then if you once you beat that part of it, like it'd be like prequel or whatever. You become like Corpo, or you become like you become Johnny Silverhand. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is like bullshit in the first place. I, I do think Keanu Reeves is a decent actor. It's just weird for me to see him as not like from Bill and Ted, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking leader, dude. <laughs> Let's kill these people. Whoa, Whoa. I know kung fu. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I have a silver arm. <laughs> I'm a ghost. I kind of want to. I want to see Keanu Reeves play the actual game. That'd be fun. I wonder what route he'll take. Guns a blazing, probably. Honestly, he does a lot of his own stunts. I think, or no, he doesn't do a lot of his own stunts. He does. He has movies with stunts. I think he does most of it. He does the gunplay stuff. That's he does a lot of gunplay stuff. I know that from like John Wick and stuff. But I think a lot of the rolling stuff. He's like, no, it's just, it's more of like the, a stunt. The most crazy stuff. They'll probably do for stuntmen, but he could probably do a majority of his stunts, like just the simple like hand to hand kind yeah. of stuff. I'm pretty sure he could do that. 
But yeah, it's always fun when your actors are doing it themselves, and it's like that's nice. Also gives them a leg up on the resume too, where it's like I've done actual stunts, and you don't need to hire a stunt court, uh, stunt man for me, and I can do my own stunts. Yeah. Which is the Tom Cruise problem, where it's like I want to do my own stunts, and like the producer's like, no. So like, Tom Cruise produces all the Mission Impossible yeah, now movies. He's like one of the most richest men in the world. It's like what the fuck. All right. It's okay. also one of the things too, where it's like when you gauge like richest men in the world. How are you gauging it? Are you gauging it by net worth or are you gauging physical money in hand? I think you should you should readjust that for physical money in banks and I think hand. they should register it in love, Davis. I think I think in actual country <laughs> GOP is measured in happiness. Oh god, really? Because they have no no export exports or anything or Fair imports. Enough. Fair enough. It's exported in happiness. I'm like, uh, oh, it's interesting, but it seems like they're really poor. Yeah. Money doesn't make you happy, but neither does poverty. Yeah, that's fair enough. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, fucking final school. How how's your school going? <clears throat> finally, almost done. I have two more classes, and I'm finally done. This week's crazy. Uh, finals have been going fine. It's just wrapping up big project after big project. And every time I do, I'm like, it's another big sigh of relief. But then I go to the next one. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, yeah, show me your, yeah, show me the film. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, and My- so it's just, yeah. It's just Busy been, work. It's been nuts. And, like, I think I'm going to end up with some really good grades. Uh, most likely. It's probably going to be the case. Obviously, knock on wood. But, you know, it's yeah. it's definitely. Um, definitely good. It's definitely been good. It's It's been a good semester for me overall ironic considering that this fucking year has been like the Shit. worst thing ever <laughs> um so it's it's yeah. you know it's getting better and i'm excited to continue to work uh with my class and see what else i can go because we got personal projects next semester we gotta do personal Oof. films and that'll be fun yeah <laughs> so. do you have to do all the work yourself or I think you can group up with people. But Maybe like... I have to ask her. I think you have to do stuff on your own. <laughs> like okay, so you get the thesis stuff, and you know, yeah, that's fine. Um, my finals have been this week. I had been writing like three papers, and then two projects. I've with one with the group and one by myself. The nice. other, the one of the group was based on a science article. We had to do animation for that one. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do my animation, knock this out of the park, and just get it done. Effects, blah blah. blah. And then I had to do the New Age Exorcist trailer. There you go. So, I think at this point, I'm going to say, we'll put new uh, NEA, is what we're going to call it, and put that on the back burner for now until, like, the summer, because that's when we have the most time. Because I don't think anyone we're not doing internships. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll try. You're, but... you're going to try, but, like, I don't think anyone's, anyone's open to doing anything, because, like, we're all stuck at home. Yeah. I mean, like, I have, su- I'll have summer courses, probably, but that won't take up a lot of my time, I don't yeah. think, so. Yeah, yeah, so we'll probably do, probably redo boards for that first, and mm-hmm. then um, move into full production probably halfway through the summer. Yes, hopefully. That'd be great, and, you know, this this summer should be good, Yeah. because vaccine came out, so it's like, yeah. woo! but we'll see <laughs> such a worker right here let's go yeah. cashier at supermarkets um but <laughs> yeah in other terms we're probably gonna for the studio we're probably gonna do like smaller projects like um cartoon stuff for parodies of video games i think we i brought up the hades one which yep which i think i have a lot of ideas for that's probably gonna be that and yeah i'm pretty sure that's it for me you got anything else um 
No, not really. I mean, once again, to summarize, Mandalorian Season 2 has been the best Star Wars stuff in a while. Uh, Sephiroth DLC I'm very happy with. And... Fuck Last of Us 2. Yeah, and I can't wait for the Monster Hunter movie. Obviously, it's not going to be that crazy. Yeah, It'll obviously. be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine for what it is. All right, see you guys. Bye, guys.